Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. But it's good to be controversial. It gives you a little bit of toughness. Oh, you've always said that to me. You've always, you've always <laughs> encouraged me to be controversial. I'm like, no, OT. I'm going back over here with my vanilla-flavoured personality. <laughs> Welcome to the Rhythm of Life with me, Oti Babuise. The podcast where I get to talk to some of my favorite celebrity friends about the journey they've taken to be successful, what they're passionate about, their inspiration, and what makes them tick. Today, I have a very special guest. It is my best, best friend, Gethin Jones. Now, you might know Gethin from Blue Peter. And morning life, but Gavin has had a full life, and I cannot wait for you all to hear about it. Welcome, Gavin Jones, to the Rhythm of Life. How are you? What a pleasure! I'm very well, thanks. I'm just worried that how long this is going to take because usually when we chat on the phone, <laughs> I don't think we've done less than ninety minutes, so we're going to have to speak fast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna crush it all down. Okay. You've done so much. I had to like research, and then when I opened the internet, I was like, oh my goodness! From kids TV to sports shows to TV shows to game shows, you're starting your masters now, and you are on Morning Live, one of the best presenters, I would say, in my opinion, on daytime television. How do you do it all? How do you manage to do it all and be so great at it? Oh my goodness! Um, what a big question that is to start. Um, uh, well, thank you for that wonderful introduction. First and foremost, I'll take it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think you know as well as anyone. Um, our industry is very strange, uh, very volatile. Um, you never really know what's around the corner. Um, I think um, to simplify it, I always try and do something that I think I can do well, uh, that I'm really interested in. Um, it's never really about the money. I've I've always thought that you sort of earn your money off camera, do the right things on it. Um, and I've worked really hard to give myself that platform to be able to do the right things. I totally understand that it's not the same for everyone. But yeah, I don't think unless you're doing a job on TV that you're enjoying, how can you expect anyone else to enjoy you doing it, if that makes sense? Yeah. So uh, I've been very lucky, really lucky, done a variety of things. So um, I feel very blessed. loads. Loads, loads yeah. Loads. Lots of weird stuff. So I want to go back before before Gethin Jones was Gethin Jones. I want to go back to Gethin Jones as a child in Wales. You grew up, you were born and raised in Wales, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Born and raised in Cardiff. What was the name of the primary school that uh, you went Primary to? school was uh, a school, uh, Gunrad Kaudigov. Um, <laughs> and my mum taught the violin there. And then I went to a school, Gavin Gunrad Glantav, which is the senior school. <laughs> Why does that make you laugh? Like, it's really weird <laughs> being educated. Um, I was educated in the Welsh language. I remember going off to uni then to study geography and economics and not understanding a word was going on because I learned geography and economics in, in Welsh. So the first six months of uni, I basically just translated notes and was like, oh, that's what that means. All right, oh I've done that gosh. before. It's really bizarre, isn't it? How do you do that? Yeah, how do you do that? That's quite difficult. I think languages are important, but obviously Welsh is not like um, uh, French or, or German or Spanish. You know, yeah. looking back, I wish I'd sort of 
kept that up really because it's always useful to have another language but um, no it's fine I, the, the Welsh language gave me my identity yeah and maybe made me slightly different growing up that maybe enabled me to get jobs like Blue Peter or yeah. whatever you know just to be a little bit different you know something that that people might not know about you as well is that you play loads of instruments was mm. that from your childhood from your mom yeah, so mum was a violin teacher. My dad was a conductor of the junior school's orchestra, um, which I played in. My sister played the cello in. She was so less interested in <laughs> orchestra than I was like, she was the cool kid. And I was like, I'm really keen to learn more on the violin. Um, so I like, sort of ended up sort of leading some of the orchestras. It was a lovely moment, actually. My dad's last ever concert after 22 years. I was the leader of the orchestra and he was the conductor. Wow. There's a nice little picture at home, which is like a wide shot of the, of the full orchestra and the choir. And I'm shaking my dad's hand as you do, leader to conductor at the end of the show. And we're both crying, but you can't see that we're crying in the, in the photo. And it's the only time, I think the only time ever, maybe, or certainly the first time I ever saw my dad cry. And I was only like 11, 12. I was like, why are you crying? You should be happy. I don't understand why my dad's crying. So I started crying. <laughs> was that just pride from him? Like you've probably done something that he wanted you to do. Oh, I think it was for him that the, the, the actual experience coming to an end of an era, it'd been really, you know, the music service had been really important to him. But, um, yeah, music really helped me and my sister too. The violin, the piano, I play the drums. Um, I dabble on the guitar, as you know. So, uh, it's just a lovely thing to be able to pick up, you know, and, and do. It's, uh, it's class. I love it. But it's not easy, Gareth. It's not like you can just pick up a guitar and start playing there must be something within you that that must have this passion or this love for for learning oh, new things music i think music is is unreal i think it's underestimated yeah. actually even though it's worldwide it can really move you it can change your mood it can help you whether that's training whether that's getting over heartbreak whether that's having a moment whether that's revising mm. you know anything from classical music to to sort of heavy rock but and, you know, like talking about Strictly Oats, um, I was really good at picking up steps on Strictly because you're, of music. You're good at everything. No, but I couldn't perform. You know, like you you were the first one to comment on my weird straight hands, <laughs> which I thought was the right thing to do. But it's um, picking up the moves, one thing. I'd have them down by Tuesday, but trying to, I don't know, what what do you call it when you put your fingers together? Like, this I don't is know. Latin fingers. For Latin, Latin fingers. fingers. I yes. mean, to this day, I look back and laugh about the fact that Camilla never really told me about the Latin <laughs> fingers. <laughs> are, there, are there any times when you're just sitting at home and you're you're going to play an instrument that you go, oh, gosh, this is sending me back to good childhood memories with my family? Um, weirdly, I think that the violin is what I was really good at, mm. but you don't tend to pick that up and just play around the house. Um, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have a piano here, which... which um, um, I saved up for and, and it's just like, you know, stand up piano, but it's so yeah. lovely to have it in the, in the flat. Um, and I play that a lot and it brings back memories of rugby and singing and, you know, with the boys after a few drinks, or whatever. That's what we do in Wales. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> you play the piano. I'm so cool. Oh my God. I've said that out loud and thought, how cool am I here? <laughs> Knock out the Queen of Sheba. Yeah. No wonder I'm single. My God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it does bring back to answer your question it does bring back some lovely memories of being able to go to a, a musical instrument yeah and and play a, a tune and for everyone to join in and sing it's pretty cool i mean you are an all-rounder we spoke about music and you mentioned rugby you were captain of the rugby team weren't you so you also obviously have this love for sport as well yeah for sure yeah i think it's 
I don't know, maybe it was instilled in me from my parents, you know, to take on new challenges. I was always quite scared. Um, I didn't like that about myself. Um, I was scared of everything, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the rugby was interesting because I played, you know, violin music pretty much up until I went going to uni. And then it's when I went to uni, I thought, oh, you know, I, I need to... Be cool for the ladies. <laughs> yeah, well, it was weird. It's a combination of a really sad story that turned good, actually. I was bullied at school and that mm-hmm. made me... I remember my parents then buying some weights from Asda for £30 and having them in the garage and I sort of followed the course that comes with it. Can you imagine that doing that now? I followed the course that came came with the weights. It was like nine weeks of different exercises because I didn't know really? any better. Yeah, I had this real low self-confidence and I was a really skinny kid, played the violin, you know, national health glasses, brace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose I was an easy target, unfortunately. And then because of that, sort of got a little bit bigger, got mm. contact lenses instead of glasses and went to uni and thought, you know, I really want to, so I probably just had a lot of aggression, chose rugby and um, yeah, just worked really hard at it. How does how does kind of the, the bullying change your mindsets when you attack situations or where you approach situations and attack them? Uh, it makes you very frightened at the beginning. I, I, I've done a lot of work with children who've been bullied over the last two decades within mm-hmm. schools and always thought, coming away from each session, I always thought I was quite lucky Yeah, because um, mine wasn't that bad. But actually, you can't really say that because any kind of bullying is traumatic. I remember vividly, God, there were so many occasions, but I remember going on a school trip to watch a rugby game in Cardiff and um, they, they were sort of behind me and one of them in particular just spat at me throughout the whole rugby game. But I was too embarrassed oh, to leave because of my friends around me. Does that make yeah. sense? So yeah. whilst it wasn't physical as such, it was still really traumatic. And then you just lose confidence. You don't believe in yourself. You just want to be the quiet one in the room, mm. just get through the day, you know, getting home and not being bullied is like a result. Um, yeah. Yeah, but then I think it sort of all changed a little bit. I, I, you know, good friends, good yeah. experience, uni and stuff like that really helped. So, but it never, it never leaves you. Yeah, I was going to ask: Does it ever leave you, or are there moments no. where you just feel triggered? I feel triggered when I see it elsewhere. You know, if mm-hmm. I see someone being unkind to someone else, I can't help myself. And whilst I try and balance that, and I'm careful with that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, no, I just don't like it. You know that about me. I, I find it. <laughs> People don't get along. I get really, really um, upset about it. And um, if there's any kind of aggression towards someone, then I'm the first one sort of to, to butt in. Not with violence, not with aggression, yeah. but just, you know, what are you doing? You stick up for that person. Was mm. was the, the rugby an outlet for you? Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. And it's weird. I probably left it too early. I was 24 wow. um, and I finished um, because telly stuff. Everyone's like, not the face, not the moneymaker. <laughs> Stop playing rugby. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that at all. It was just, you know, work was too much. I couldn't do it all. Yeah. So, um, and if I couldn't be the best at rugby, cause I played at a decent level up until then, I was like, um, oh, maybe, I, but now I regret it. Cause I just, I just really enjoyed it. And then, then when I stopped, I just had all this aggression. It was really weird. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What was your first job ever, ever as a child? I had a, a little gardening business. Do you know about my gardening oh. business? There's a lot of stuff that I know that you did. I know that you worked at the bank. I know that you worked on oh, the yeah. telephone. Oh, was, yeah. You were a research yeah. assistant, also a bricklayer. So that's why I'm, I want to know what good. was the first official job. The first job I did when you say in money was I started a little gardening business during uh, holidays because I didn't want to be in an office. So I used to just go and landscape people's gardens. Like I wasn't very good. I just clear it out for them, like just hard graft, loved it. And the first proper job was that, like, um, it was laying foundations for, uh, for houses and it was, it was horrible. I mean, it was the most physically demanding <laughs> job ever. I was disgusting. I used to come back at five o'clock and have to put my hands in hot water just to get the feeling back in my fingers. Oh, and I thought no. I was being a real wuss, but actually it was just really hard graft. It really toughened you up being on a building site. But then, yeah, I did a few different bits and bobs and then, you know, um, telly came calling in the most bizarre way. So you would have been all right as a bricklayer. You'd have been, you'd have been there with the lads. Well, I did structural crack. engineering, didn't I? I know. So I was yeah. working on site. Yeah, but I'm did you get your hands dirty or were you just there looking no. from afar? Exactly. I, I was, no, I'm not that girl. You'd have been in the office, glasses <laughs> on, power suit, telling people like me what to do. That's where you would have been. <laughs> That's what I'm destined for. I'm just thinking, yes. Geth, with everything that you do, yeah. There must be some sort of mentality or mantra that you live by, just as thinking from childhood, teenage years to mid-20s. What do you think it was that kept you wanting to learn all these things, be good at them, have little side jobs? My grandfather used to say, it's a, a saying in Welsh, it's aman and And in English, the, I suppose the translation is patience is the key to success. Mm. I've also learned along the way that you just cannot... Uh, control the uncontrollables. Uh, I, I know it's a cliche, but I, I think that's so true. I, uh, you know, you know, I was going to quit telly like three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, because there was no sort of real path. It was just, I don't know, the, the industry just kind of went, didn't it, with yeah. online and, and, um, uh, other outlets of, of, uh, media broadcasting. So I was like, this, this is mad. You know, I've, I'm, I'm I'm grafting here, but it doesn't make a difference because it can be anything. It can be all kinds of reasons that people get a job. So that to me was quite scary because I thought, well, if I'm relying on that for a living, what am I going to do? Yeah. Um, so that, so I think the mantra is that it's trying to earn your money off camera. Don't try and control the uncontrollables and, and just try and stay in the game. Just be patient. Um, yeah. I suppose that come to fruition a little bit because out of the blue morning live has happened and. Yeah. You know, so far, so good. Um, but we're still on here. Yeah. And people are watching, so. <laughs> Hopefully. What, what are the things that, that made you, that made you tick in the morning to get up and to be able to stay motivated and still do the things that you used to do? This is, I'm talking teenagers. Oh God, I think we're two completely different. 
people, you know, the kid I was to, to, to who I am now. I've learned loads. Uh, as you know, I've done a lot of therapy, um, done a lot of work on and learning about myself. Mm-hmm. I think people are really important in that. They've had a massive influence. I've got a massive family, so my friends are really important. And um, when I trust someone, it's absolutely unequivocal. It's unconditional. But if they let me down, then I really struggle with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think there's two different it's weird you know like doing a master's one of the first thing you do is a personality test and I thought I was ENFP which is the Miles Briggs definition Mm. Uh, and E is an extrovert but actually when I really looked into it should make you do I'm I'm an introvert that's learned how to be an extrovert so young young Gethin was an introvert older Gethin just knows what it looks like but I don't think I am an extrovert I don't know if you say that about me I'm never the one that you know goes into the room storms storms himself with confidence I think I've just learned how to play that role yeah you walk into the room and you kind of accommodate everybody and you read the room mm. I would say that and then once you're in the room extrovert guest comes mm. I don't <laughs> I don't possible. think you, you can't go into your shell during a live tv show though can you I don't know you, no no you can't I think you've got to have to and you know I've worked hard and I know what I'm doing and I'm sure many people will disagree but whether I'm good or bad but um you know, no one can't say I'm professional or, you know, I've done my yeah. preparation. So after that, really, it's down to taste, isn't it? Presenters like yeah. music. You like them or you yeah. don't, and then you turn over. <laughs> That's true. Did you think it was a, a journey for you to actually become confident or that extrovert that, that's looking at an introvert? Oh, my goodness. That's a great question. Um, I don't know where – but that, I think that's I think that's my point. Oh, so I don't know if I'm an extrovert. I've just learned how to, how to act yeah. like one. Um, yeah. And I'm still not sure of the answer to that. But but you do feel comfortable, don't you? You do feel comfortable. They they have to have been a few steps that make you go, I'm going to pat myself on the back for that. Yeah, that's true. Maybe a few lucky breaks, maybe a few things coming off. You know, I'm the worst at celebrating success. And yes. I, I think I need to get better at sort of, I, not, not celebrate, I need to get better at just acknowledging good moments in life. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. Um, so there's still plenty to learn along the way. But um, it's weird. It's still part of me that's that young boy guessing. Yeah. But then I like to think that some of the bad stuff or the not useful stuff has mm-hmm. dissipated over the years. Are there moments where you look at that young boy and you think of regrets that you might have made? Uh, I have, I, how do we feel about regrets? We've talked lots about regrets, haven't we? I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that, that we should probably have them. It's a podcast. We have time. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the wow, time. we've done an hour and a half on this before now. <laughs> Regrets, I've had a few. I don't. I, do we call them mistakes and try and learn from them rather we, than we regrets? call them lessons? Lessons that we probably wouldn't do again. Lessons that we definitely. Well, I've definitely got a few of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether that's um, not so much professionally, but maybe yeah. personally. You know, sort of um, the love life and stuff like that. But haven't we all? But yeah, I think. I've learned a therapy sort of really helped that as well. Like mm. identifying who I want to be. And yeah, it's funny, you know, like the masters really challenges my thinking a lot. We do a lot on leadership and culture and, and, and leadership's interesting to me. And if you put leadership into Google, you get about 5.4 billion hits. Wow. So it's really subjective. And I think culture subjective. And I think, um, you know, who you are as a person who do you want to be? Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize you had to decide who you wanted to be in life. I just thought you were yourself, but you, you can't. You can, you've got to. You've got to work it out. Yeah, it's those decisions that have to that that are important. Someone once said to me, actually, it was Emma. 
uh, Emma Morrison. Our boss. Yes, our boss. She said, if you don't say what it is that you want, people will fill in the blanks for you. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that was so beautiful because I was like, whoa, I can do everything. And she's like, but you, you can do everything. But tell, I, tell them. <laughs> I have massive admiration for you to be able to, you, you take a deep breath and you go for it and, um, and you're able to see the good in everyone. I think when I started out, I didn't understand why, you know, I wouldn't get a job here or I'd get mm. a job there. And, and maybe there was a little bit of bitterness, if I'm really honest, yeah. that came in because you can't, it's hard not to take it personally because it's a yeah. job, it's a presenting job. And as a presenter, you're supposed to be yourself. You're not an actor. Yeah. You haven't done three years of training. It's just about experience. But I'm delighted to say that's left me now. And mm. I just, like I say, don't try and, don't try and control the uh, yeah. uncontrollables. Let's talk a little bit about that that rejection because I think I know you really well. You have the best, in my opinion, one of the best comeback stories of being told no so many times, not really talking about it. Have you been chatting to? But to you. <laughs> <laughs> you've been told no you. so many times. <laughs> no, but you. But honestly, you've been told no or not now or not yet yeah. so many times. And you've had your downs. You've also had oh, yeah. your ups, but you've been able to come back so strong. Where do you think that comes from? Oh, my goodness. I suppose, you know, resilience, bounce back ability, uh, mm-hmm. gratitude probably oats. You know, mum mm-hmm. and dad are grafted all their lives as teachers. My sister is frontline hospital, yeah. worked through COVID. Merited, yeah. Merited, yeah. Merited. About 10 years now you tried to say her name. Merited. 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 <laughs> Mate, to be honest, my mum can't say a name. I, I don't think anyone can say a name. They all call her Mez. I'm surprised you went for the full version today. Fair play to you. <laughs> can edit that out, can you, if you want yeah, to. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll definitely keep it. They'll keep that in later. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's that. You know, lots of inspiration from my two little nephews. The eldest is autistic and, you know, yeah. he lives in a slightly different world to us. And the reason I'm telling you all that is because it's just telly. But yeah. I love my job. I love live TV. I love the process of making television. I fell in love with that process. Yeah. And you obviously want to do more of it, but you can't just go out and do it. You have to be employed by someone to do yeah. that. And so you've got to just stay in the game. So I suppose it's part of being resilient and investing in sort of um, a few things at the start and being able to keep it going, if that mm. makes sense. So, you know, having money in the bank to be able to write, make the right choices on TV and radio. Yeah. And what is the mantra that makes you go, look, I've been down, but today I'm going to get up and I'm going to fight one more time? I don't sometimes. I don't weirdly. Last week I had a really bad day that I haven't had in a long time. And uh, it's really weird. You know, you have to go back to your homework and the things that you've learned before. Some days I don't. It's I, it's funny with social media, isn't it? Like yeah. how you're uh, perceived. Um, you know, and like you, you post a workout or you post having a good time, or whatever. That's not always the truth. Sure. Um, I'm still not sure why I post those things sometimes, to be honest. I just find them funny and I just send them out there. Um, but no, sometimes I don't feel like that oats mm-hmm. and, and, and it's a battle, but, um, more often than not, I'm, I'm happy and, and I'll take that. We're going to hold it there and say that was part one. Thank you so much, Catherine Jones. Catherine, are you going to join me for part two? Milk and two sugars, please. Yay, I'll give you that little coffee. No, you don't like coffee. You like green green tea, don't you? Peppermint tea. Oh, peppermint tea for the show. You well see? remembered. I got you. Stay tuned for part two. <laughs> hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm-hmm. 